Good morning and welcome to another episode of FTU, Life After the Military. I am your host, Tony Rodriguez, and it's a nice, bright, and early Sunday morning. I wanted to do this episode today. Uh, it's just me, no guests. Um, a couple of things I wanted to address today. Uh, one, I wanted to go over resumes and LinkedIn, and I also wanted to go over um, just your physical health. And the reason why I want to go phys- over your physical health is because for me, um, I know that in my family, you know, I'm Mexican, so I, I know I'm prone to every type of cancer known to man, uh, high blood pressure, heart disease, type 1 and type 2 diabetes, and you name it, right? So I've been, you know, out of the Army since August, officially a few days now, maybe about five days. Uh, but I've been watching what I've eat. I've been, I've, you know, still exercising regularly. But I have to admit that, uh, you know, I've indulged a little bit more in sweets and chocolate bars, right? And for me, that's a problem because I've always been on that borderline pre-diabetic type two, right? And uh, the former surgeon that I had over in the ninety-eighth, I thought that it was like her goal for me to be diabetic. It wasn't. She was just doing her job and she was looking out for me. And, you know, trying to convince me to lose weight. And honestly, who who among us can't lose a few pounds? And I'm sure there's a few people, you know, Ricky Lancaster, that guy, he doesn't need to lose any weight. Um, if anything, I hope he gains a few pounds, stop drinking his monsters and every different type of energy drink out there known to man and, you know, maybe have a solid meal every once in a while. Um but with that being said, so I, you know, I started feeling run down. And so I wasn't sure what that was. Uh, but to compensate, I started drinking more caffeine and not energy drinks because I don't like those things. Um, but I was drinking more coffee and soda. And so that the increase in caffeine was causing my blood pressure to go up. And I couldn't understand why my blood pressure was going back up. Um, and I started just feeling tired. I started like feeling tingly in my arms and, you know, again, I was a medic in the army. I was a Sockham, right? Wasn't a good Sockham, but I was a Sockham. Uh, so I looked up in my books and, you know, the tingling in the hands, that's a a good symptom for, uh, diabetes. So I, I was taking my blood pressure regularly and, you know, realized that I was drinking too much caffeine. So I, tapered off and went back to what I was drinking and my blood pressure came back down to what it was uh, normal for me, right? Which is about 120, 125 over 80, you know, 125 over 85, somewhere in that ballpark. That's normal for me. And I know people are going to be out there saying, wow, that's still a little high. Well, at one point in my military career, my blood pressure was 175 over 110. So I'm going to take 125 over 85 every day of the week. Uh, but so I went and got a blood glucose uh, meter, right? And I've, I've been checking that and my fasting, uh, sugar levels are actually a little high there. You know, for me, normal is about between fasting between 103 and 108, and it's been coming in at about 119. And so that's high, that's high for me. So I, I realized that I have to, uh, you know, cut out the sweets where I was, 
eating a little bit of sweets here, here and there. Now, now I can't have anything. And that's fine because honestly, um, all that extra sugar was just making me tired. Um, but I bring this up because our physical health is important, not just our mental health, but our physical health. And so it's important that you catch these signs. If you start feeling tired or if you just start feeling different, you know, go see a doctor or, you know, you can type it into Google. And now you're going to type in symptoms and you're going to have about like 50 different diagnoses that come up on Google. So uh, I recommend reaching out to medical personnel so they can help you out and find out what's going on with you. I was lucky enough that I have enough medical training that I can identify more or less what's going on with me. Um, so it's important because it was real easy to get my blood sugar level to spike up, but now to bring it back down to a normal level, it it's going to take a little bit of time. And that's why I'm bringing this up because it's easy to get out of shape and it's easy to get into dark places in our minds, but it takes a lot of work to get back to where we were. So just maintain what you have, keep on your regular schedule, maintain your normal diet. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I want to live it up. I don't drink. So what am I going to do? I'm going to have, you know, some cake, some pie. That's what I was doing. And uh, I, fortunately I didn't gain any pounds. It just, shot my blood sugar level up. Um, but again, I retired from the military. I didn't retire from life. And I, I don't want to be one of those guys who, you know, after he retires uh, is dead within a year because I try to put a lifetime of living in, in 12 months. Um, so just take care of yourself. Now to go on to LinkedIn and resumes. I, I want to bring this up because I've seen I'm, I'm active on LinkedIn, right? And what I've noticed on LinkedIn is, you know, the more that you participate in LinkedIn, the more that you'll come up in searches. Now, I'm not looking for a, a job, but I've been coming up quite a bit in uh, searches for recruiters, which is great, right? If So if I ever decide that I want to look for a, look for a job, I know that I'm coming up. Now, how, how do you participate? Well, you can type something in and post something. I like to uh, type in, you know, post things every now and then, not, not too much, but maybe once a week. Uh, but I go on there and I read what other people are posting and I'll like, or, you know, just do something. So LinkedIn, can I see that I'm actually active on there? And that's going to bring up my, uh, my profile to recruiters. Now, my profile, um, you know, it's important to take a, a, a decent picture. Now, my picture probably could be a little bit better. It's, you know, I have a college shirt, sweater, sweater vest on, and it's me on the outdoors. It's not bad, but um, I'm looking at this one, this one gentleman, and it, it, he's in a business suit. There's nothing behind him. Um, his cover page is of a city. It... it it looks professional and it looks presentable. I've seen a lot of people on there where they're in their military uniform. If that's what you want to do, if you want to um, let people know that you're still in the military, it, that's great. But when you when you're in your uniform, you're letting recruiters know that you're still in and that you're not actively pursuing a new career. 
So my suggestion is to just come up. You don't have to take a professional headshot, but take a decent picture out of uniform. And if you're in your ACUs, not ACUs, what is, yeah, whatever OCPs, whatever the new multi-cam version is, if you're wearing that, like, you're just not going to get hired. You're not. It's like, I don't want to break your heart, but now you're really telling them that you just, you don't even care enough to put on your, your dress uniform. So invest the time into taking a decent picture. Now your title, right? You want to, I'm a moron. I want to just get that out there. So for me, I had my name, right? And I couldn't figure out like, how do people, how are these people getting their, like their, you know, PMP, their acronyms up there and their PMI and all, all this stuff, you know, cause I want to put my uh, MPA and my MAS, and, you know, I wanted to have mine on there. It's like, yeah, dummy. It's like when you go into the section of the profile where it has your name uh, right after your last name, you just put a comma and then you put in the initials, right? Uh, that should be pretty obvious, but it took me a little while to figure that out. And so I just want to get out the, get that out there because if I had that problem, I know somebody else is having that problem. Um, now your title, right? Of what you do, um, you know, you could put whatever you want. You could put what you're currently doing, what you did, uh, what you're seeking, what you specialize in. Uh, so for me, you know, I put down, uh, what is it here? I put my current, uh, job that I'm in, um, as a cultural instructor, I have experience as project, ma- as a project manager. So I put that in there and, you know, this uh, side gig that I'm doing here with this podcast, I put down host and producer. Now that's important because when recruiters like go in and they search, they're looking for particular words, right? So if you're looking for a job as a project manager, you might want to have that in your title as a project manager or program manager, you know, whatever you're looking for, that should be in your title. Um, Now what else, what else do you want to have on there? Okay. So for, about so that's telling people about you so you know keep it keep it long enough i would say a paragraph no more than a paragraph now what's a paragraph i don't know three sentences up to six but you don't want it to be so long people don't have days to read your profile so keep it short and to the point but with enough information that it's going to explain who you are and what you're looking for your experience under each job that you post on there, there should be some description of what you did. You should have your timeline, how long you were there, and then some sort of description of what you did, your responsibilities. Now, for me, for my current job as a regional and cultural instructor, I don't have anything right now, and I realize that and I'm going to correct that. But for all my experience in the Army, uh, I've seen people put what they did, you know, as a infantryman or a mortarman. So for me, I put down, I changed the titles. Yes, I was a first sergeant and I was a master sergeant, but nobody cares about that. So I changed that to program slash project manager. And then my job as a, when I was in SWIC, I uh, put down that I was a project manager. And my time as a team sergeant, I put junior project manager. And my time as a 
as a civil affairs NCO, I put as a human resources associate. And then uh, prior to that, my time in the 82nd, I left that as it was as a missile guidance uh, technician. And the reason for that is because this, when recruiters go in, they're going to look for keywords. They're going to put in keywords. And so human resources is going to come up. So my name will pop up. Junior project manager, it'll pop up. Program manager, it'll pop up. You want to make sure that you get your profile out there in front of the recruiters because they don't have a lot of time. They're looking to fill these positions, right? So if you're going to put in there that you're a civil affairs specialist, I, I honestly don't know what that means if I'm a recruiter. How, why would I invest any time in reaching out to you if you're not going to invest time in your profile to update it to the terminology that I understand? Um, and if that's what you want to do, that's fine. I'm looking at this profile, you know, it says operations supervisor. That's great. And assistant operations manager. I would just say operations manager because at this point, what, you know, what's the difference between supervisor and manager? I, I don't know, but for me, manager sounds better. So I would say operations manager and then maybe assistant operations manager. But teach his own, right? You're just trying to do the best you can. Uh, as far as this civil affairs specialist, I would remove that total entirely. Um, not because there's anything wrong with that. Like you should be proud of your service again. Use your use your military background uh, when it will benefit you. And so sidetrack on that, right? And because I keep running my mouth about that. Like use it when it benefits you. Well. I'm Latino, right? And I have a, a, an accent, a Mexican accent. I, I mentioned that I have, you know, three masters. And yeah, that sounds a little arrogant. I, I, I get that. But you know what? I don't care because I work for it. So I can say it as much as I want. Um, but when I went for my first one, it wasn't a thesis. It was just a comprehensive exam. And so I had to file extensions three times, right? The first extension is pretty automatic. They're going to, they're not going to have a problem. Well, the second time I, I wrote it and my counselor wanted me to call them. I'd never spoken to this person, so they didn't know who I was. So yeah, I played it up. I played up, uh, you know, that I'm Latino. So I think it, thinking my accent, uh, Jess, how'd you say, uh, oh, I don't know. It, it's very hard. Yeah, that might be racist. I don't know how that's racist, honestly, because I'm Mexican. So it, is it racist against me? I don't know. But I used it to my advantage as being an NCO because in the military, NCOs are seen as just not very intelligent. You know, officers are the intelligent ones and NCOs are not, not as intelligent. And that's fine. I'm going to use that to my advantage when I can. So when I had to file that, first, uh, that second and that third extension, you bet I played it up. You bet I did because I had to file those extensions so I could study more because honestly, I just wasted time. Um, but they granted me those extensions and I got my degree. And why not? Uh, again, I bring back up UC Irvine, right? Because I had those uh, Asian kids and those white kids telling me that I didn't belong there because of affirmative action. Well, when I was younger, that affected me. Now that I'm older, 
I don't care. I don't care why I'm there. I'm going to use every advantage that I have. So yeah, you better believe I played up, played up just being a, you know, somebody who doesn't speak very good English, who doesn't understand English, and uh, you know, it's a knuckle drag knuckle dragging caveman NCO. Sure, why not? Why not if it get helps me meet my uh, reach my goals? Um, so again, to bring that back to this, you want to make sure that you list your jobs in the military in terminology that recruiters understand because they don't have a lot of time. They need to, the recruiter is just the first person that you're going to have your initial interview with. And all of mine, all of the recruiter interviews, they were over the phone. It took about five minutes. Um, they just had a list of questions that they were going to go down. They wanted to make sure that I could, that they could check the box on me. And I filled all those requirements. And then they were going to pass on my resume and my application to the hiring manager. And then it was depending on the hiring manager if I got an interview. So put your job, your military jobs, the terminology that the recruiters can understand. That's for your LinkedIn profile. That is the same for your resume. Now, your resume, you should have a base resume, right? And so you should be able to adjust that. And now I just said that I... Uh, listed, you know, my jobs in the military as a program manager and project manager. I did. But when I had to adjust, when I was applying for certain jobs, especially with the um, things that were still on post back in Fort Bragg, there were positions that I had to change when they were looking for somebody to be an operations manager. I, I changed the titles back to first sergeant and then back to operations sergeant and then back to team sergeant. So I changed the titles to meet the positions that I was applying for. And that's why I say you should just have a base resume. And it takes, you know, it takes a little time to build that base resume. Um, but then once you have that base resume, you can adjust that. And it takes maybe about five or 10 minutes to adjust it. Now, again, I, like I said, I used a uh, Zeti to help uh, build mine because I wanted to make sure my, my uh, resume was, pleasing to look at. And so, you know, Zeddy was about, I don't know, 20 bucks for the first month. I think I used it for two months. So I paid 50 bucks, but it helped me with, uh, to develop my resume and to come up with cover letters. And it made it very easy for me. And I don't know if this is, Right. I've seen different formats of resumes. Um, but like I said, I got some interviews, so it worked for me. I don't know if it'll work for you, but I recommend that you at least check it out. And it's pretty inex inexpensive. Um, I no longer have a, a subscription with them, but I just logged on right now to see, and they still have my base resume on there. So if I wanted to go back in, and sign up for another month, I could work off of that resume and improve uh, what I have from there. So like I said, this was just going to be a quick, short uh, episode, just because I wanted to talk about um, just your physical health and just your resumes. Uh, because it's hard. It's hard looking for a job. It's it's difficult um, being rejected. Um, 
and you're not really being rejected. They're just looking for something else. And, and that's all right because there's a job out there for you. Now you just have to decide what, what you're willing to do. I, I didn't care what I was. I didn't care who hired me. I just wanted a job. Um, there's some people that are very specific. They want to work from home and that's fine. Um, there are a lot of remote jobs out there. Now, just make sure when you're looking at these job descriptions, some say remote, but then they still have a requirement that you have to come in. And that's difficult if you live in North Carolina and the job's remote, but you have to go in and it's based out of Arizona. So I don't know, just, you know, make sure you take the time to read and check everything that you're applying for. Like I said, it this isn't 1975. So when you apply for resumes, a lot of these companies, you can save your resume on there and you could go, go ahead and it, and apply for multiple positions and it takes you minutes, not hours and not days. Um, you know, I, again, I, like I said, I applied for, I don't know, about 70, 70 different positions. Um, you know, the recruiters are people, experts are telling me, well, don't apply unless you have 90% of the qualifications. That's up to you. You do what you want to do. Um, my method, my thinking was I'm just going to throw a bunch of out, bunch of applications out there and see what I, I get. Um, some people just, they're very focused and they only want to um, submit a limited amount of applications. But, you know, if, if that's what you're doing, then your resume and your application has to be spot on. Um, and one of these networks that I'm in, uh, this gentleman said that he uh, – you know, he took the time and he went and he found out about the recruiter and he found out about the hiring manager and he took the time to find out about the company, which is what you should do. If you're applying for a position, you should, you know, research the company. You should research the position. And if you know who's going to interview you, yes, you should like look them up. You know, again, Google, you type in somebody's name, they're probably going to come up. If you can type in their name and their, their uh, job position, they're going to come up. Now, the problem is, is when you don't know who the hiring manager is, are you going to go stalk this person? I don't know. This this gentleman had a very convincing uh, argument until he got down to the very end and he said, oh, I didn't get the job. Then what are we talking about here? Crazy? Like your, your, his method worked for him to not get the job. Well, I did a lot of things where I didn't get a job, right? So I, like, I, I don't understand what he's talking about. But – Research the position. If you can, research the people who you're going to interview with. The most, I'd say 50% of the time I was able to uh, at least identify one person. Again, um, there was this one job I interviewed for where it was over Zoom and I had seven people interviewing me. Uh, and I was told I was going to have one person. So what do I do then? It's like, oh, do I tell them, hey, I'm not ready for this. I, I didn't have time to research. All of you? No, you just make do and answer their questions to the best of your ability. Um, so, again, you know, just do the best you can. Um, there are a lot of organizations out there. I like Hire Heroes. Um, they'll help you out with your resume. They'll uh, give you a – assign you a mentor if you need one. I didn't need one. I didn't want one. Uh, get out of here. I got it. Uh, but that's just me. 
Um, so again, it's early Sunday. I'm going to head out because I want to go watch the new uh, rock movie, Black Adam. Uh, I'm going to take my grandbaby because, uh, again, she likes the rock, too. Uh, I keep falling on that favorite person list of hers. I'm closely falling out of the top ten, so we're, we're going to have to do something about that. Uh, but, again, I wish the best for all of you. You're special. You matter. Take care of yourself mentally and physically. And as always, zot, 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 and roll tide.